Jorge Prado. Uh, different interview. We're not at a race. You're not, you've not just come off a bike sweating and hating to see me because I'm bugging you and you want to go home. Uh, I've spoken to you, what, a hundred times this year, so we don't actually have much to talk about. But before we get on to some interesting stuff, just go over your season. Obviously, it was perfect. You won the title. You won a million races. Uh, yeah, perfect. And I guess you're really happy. Yeah, yeah. It's been... Uh I said it many times, it's been an awesome season, uh, even better than what we already expected to be, winning pretty much every single round, and, and you know, I'm, I'm so happy I, I could make it happen, because, um, like everybody says, you know, winning, um, once you win it once, winning the second time, it's always more difficult, but I could make it happen, and I, I'm very happy with the, with the progress, and then the, the move up to the 450 for next year. One thing I never got to talk to you about this year is um, Udavala because obviously you won the title there but then you lost the record of consecutive wins but you didn't care I guess because you won the title like that was the main thing or was there a little part of you that was like oh because you took it so far like to fall at the very last one was a bit shit yeah 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 but I think um, I think things are like that because uh, I could also you know that second motor I was going out I say now I I I really want to win but maybe that willing to win made me make a mistake, you know? And maybe after winning the title, maybe the concentration wasn't there. Or, But anyway, I, I was still feeling good. Uh, so I came out, I didn't start perfect already, so I uh, moved to third place. And then I had a small mistake, crashed, and then the lever of the clutch just moved up, so I couldn't use the clutch at all. And this made it very difficult in a track like that. And uh, luckily, the last laps, I could get some uh, some good rhythm. Even you know, getting one of the fastest laps of the of the race, even without a clutch, just riding and catching almost a Terry. Uh, Bloody Terry, he stopped you. So I, I I catch him 0.2 behind him in the finish line, and uh, that means 0.2 from the win. <laughs> so um, no, it, it was okay uh, I, I, because I won the title, but. Like you said, there was a part of me like, ah, you know, so many races, one, one, one. And this could have been one more. And But, you know, everybody makes mistakes. And I think this is the, pretty much the only mistake I make. One of, yeah, I make two or three and this is one of them. So, no, it, it was okay. No problem. <laughs> it's funny because actually I remember that race, not because you lost to GP for the first time all year, but I remember because the last part of that second moto was probably like the fastest you went all year. I remember just watching the times and being like, oh, he's not going anywhere. And then suddenly it was like purple, 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 purple. So like, it was still quite. It was still like a good race in a way. Like you didn't get the result you wanted, but I feel like without a clutch and clutch lever and stuff, yes. it was still something where you could go, ah, oh, I killed it. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, something that made me re- very happy was that um, okay, I crashed. Then I, I was struggling because you know normally I'm used to you know get into the corner like every single ride, take a bit of clutch or just in the braking when it's so slippery you you help yourself a bit with the clutch but in this occasion I couldn't use it just because it was complete bent up and it was um, on a place that my hand didn't arrive to the clutch so um, I tried to put it down a couple of times but you know it was so hard I I, I couldn't do it so but what I what I want to say is that like the last minutes once they put um, I think the last 10 minutes plus 2 laps I start getting that rhythm and I got faster and faster and I was not even thinking of getting tired and this was the second mode of the day and um, you know I was happy that I felt good physically yeah. like um, 
because I'm, you know, the most of the races I start first and I, I finish first, but then the last laps I go a little bit down just to secure that first place. But uh, in, in this time I had to fight, you know, to get other riders that were very far, like I couldn't even see them. And uh, that surprised me and uh, I'm very happy because it uh, means that we did a very good job on the physical side and, and that I also could see also in, uh, in different races this year. Uh, one more thing on this year before we go on to the future yeah. and everything. Uh, obviously, you went one, 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 like an insane amount of ones, too many. Uh, did that help you, like in a way where you got to round eight or whatever, and you were sat on the line going, okay, I've got this, I know I can do this? Or did the pressure of keeping the streak going kind of play on your mind a little bit? Like, did you get to the point where you were sat there going, I need to win because second place is terrible? Or did you have so much confidence that everything just came quite easy to you? Uh, everything came quite good for me like I, I was very concentrated I made the starts made the motto and and uh, it's not easy it's not easy because um, it's easy to make to make mistakes as you go so many times first and uh, you know I led so many laps this year like insane and um, I think it, I think you led something like 560 and then the rest of the class together led like 44 <laughs> yeah I mean it's a lot <laughs> so um yeah, it's a lot of laps that you can make mistakes because you have also pressure to finish in that position. But um, but yeah, one thing that you say, and it's true, uh, for me this year getting a second place or a third place, everything that wasn't first, yeah. I would have been not happy. So not happy at all because when you know you can win, when you did it for, let's say, 10 times going first, 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 you don't think about getting second because you know that you need to win because you can win like if you have the possibility to win you need to win if you can't you can't but having that was also a bit of pressure because uh, I didn't want to disappoint myself it was more of myself you know because uh, of knowing that I could I could do that so uh, there was always a bit of pressure that I put to myself but uh, at the end once you go riding you try to also improve uh, race by race you try to uh, do different things learn and, and there's something good it is weird like because like we've just spoken about Udavala because you got fourth in a moto really like who cares like if any other rider got fourth in a moto no one would care but because you're you and you're perfect yeah. that's like a big thing that we have to talk about like it's weird yeah. really we shouldn't care it's the same as if you went 2-2 at a GP this year I would have come up to you after and we probably would have done a really sad interview about how it was the worst weekend of your life when really like, uh, in France when I first model I was first and then I, I got second oh yeah but yeah, then, like big deal it shouldn't have been and then um, it's funny because uh, on Monday or, or even sa- Sunday afternoon after the race everybody was talking that I got beaten Man, I won the GP. I didn't got beaten. I got beaten one moto, and and uh, you know, uh, it, at the end when you get the people used to see you in the first spot, a second spot is bad. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but okay, you know, uh, it's also part of the <laughs> of the process because you you learn. I learn a lot with the with these things. For example, in France, I remember I lose a bit of the concentration, and uh, that a bit. Uh, make um, the guy pass me and and won and, and win the moto. So uh, I put after that race again a lot of hard work, and I and I remember since that day I didn't lose the concentration anymore this season. Right, we're done with that. Two fifties are gone. It's over. Forget about it. Four fifties. You're obviously ready for this. You want this. Like 
obviously you're kind of forced up to 450s but from what I understand like you don't want a 250 anymore anyway you've like that part of your career is done you won two world titles moving on yeah yeah true I well two world titles a lot you know it's uh, I'm so happy um, and yeah it's the past now I'm looking uh, forward for the new bike with the 450 and uh, I had a great time riding the 250 very very good memories it's a bike that I I will always uh, remember for the you know this bike gave me so much so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy I'm so happy I mean the 250 when I think about the 250 it you know um, a smile comes into my face because the last two years has been a dream I will, this year I was living the dream every single weekend and uh, but yeah it's the past now we need to look to the future and uh, and yeah and get ready for the next step what's been going on since the nations like have you done some more testing or have you just been off like are you already making progress with a 450 um after nations i i took a uh, time off then i went a bit of um, two days of testing and then again time off and um now i'm starting to get into the physical training again you know it's time it was time to get some uh, holidays uh, after a long season also last year you didn't get so much uh, i had to do surgery to take out um the thing in my in my elbow yeah. So uh, this season, I, I say, okay, now I go holidays, just relax, do it, just nothing, just relax, you know, and, and uh, you know, good. Uh, yeah, the testing went good. We did uh, two good days of testing, put the bike to, like, fit it to my style. I was riding in Nations with a bike uh, made for, let's say, not made for me, it was a bike already made, and, um, and I couldn't put it perfectly into what I like. Because uh, there was no time, I, I couldn't, I didn't ride so much on the 450 before Nations. So um, now in the, these two days, we focus on putting everything, uh, have a good base, you know. And uh, I'm very happy. I'm very, very happy. KDM did a great job. In the little bit of riding you have done on a 450 or testing, even, have you been taking power out of it to make you feel a bit more like a 250? Like I spoke to Mitch Evans yesterday, and he said he's done two days of testing with HRC, and he's already taken some power out of it because it's so aggressive. Have you kind of done that as well, or does a 450 power actually suit your style? No, no, no. I didn't take power. No, I like a lot of power. So um, no, no, no. I didn't do that. <laughs> what about uh, physical training, like? Uh, gym and kind of stuff like that is your program changing much with that stuff for 450 like most mx2 guys have to stay lean to stay on a 250 you kind of haven't got that problem so i guess if anything you're doing more to kind of bulk yourself up uh we we spoke um with my trainer claudio and everything to to make a good program for next year we are starting now um putting everything into you know working on that things that we we think ah here we can improve and and uh, I'm very happy. I mean, we are taking it very, very serious, this big step. Uh, I'm also very happy that uh, I have very good guys helping me to, to get better physically and on the bike. So, um, yeah, I mean, we need to work hard physically. We, we will make a step, for sure. We will make a step because we, we have a hard training program for next year. It's tough to say. Obviously, it's going to be your first, time on a, uh, first year on a 450. There's going to be learning. We've already seen other nations that you're pretty good on one already. Are you going in thinking world title? Because in your position, that's kind of what you're here to do. That's what you're paid to do. Or are you kind of going in going, oh, a top five would be nice? Honestly, a top five would be very nice. I mean, count the riders that uh, won titles in this class. And uh, 
there are like I come the other day there are like seven guys with world titles yeah. but then there are like seven, eight nine riders that can be on the podium yeah. so it's like it's crazy just um, a podium a podium on the, on the MXGP class it's, um, it's a great weekend so but uh, as a racer and uh, as a world champion already um, you always get out and try to win um, maybe it's not possible maybe yes but if it's not possible I, I try and, um, and, and and that's what we can do to get better if you don't try you, you can't improve so I will try to do my best every single time I go out and um, the title maybe it's something too big for me at the moment but um, just progress during the season uh, I would like to don't get injured because it's something oh, that um, breaks your progress you know the um, uh, the going up, the growing. So uh, no, no, no. Just trying to stay on two wheels, um, take it easy, and, and learning, and learning, and um, and take um, a lot of experience for the future. Knowing how like competitive the MXGP class is going to be, like you just said, is that actually quite exciting for you? Because like you say, this year there were times where it wasn't boring, but you didn't have competition. So is the thought of having these insane battles with Jeffrey and Tony and Tim like does that actually excite you a little bit? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's like you're going uh, back to racing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, um, if if um, if I need to battle with these guys, it means that I'm already in a good <laughs> level. So hopefully, yes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes, and um, <laughs> we'll be good next year. We'll be fun. <laughs> One thing uh, everyone's been asking me to ask you about this. We've already talked about it, but people want us to talk about it again. Everyone thought or thought that you wanted to go to America and when you were obviously doing your deal that was where everyone thought you were going to head and what was going to happen it didn't happen you've got four years in MXGP so that's it's not killed the American dream but obviously that's going to make it harder if you do want to go at the end of this so what went into that decision and is America still on your mind um I think if even if I stay here for let's say four years in the MXGP class and I want to move to uh, US and ride Supercross, I think wouldn't be, like, if I get a good winter, yeah. I think wouldn't be a big problem. Uh, and then, uh, and then, yeah, I mean, things change. Uh, I am very happy with the, with the team where I am, the Red Bull Cadian Factory Racing Team, uh, the structure of uh, Claudio De Carli, it's been amazing to me. And, and you know, when you find home, it's uh, it's hard to leave when you feel home uh, in a team when you feel that everything is uh, correct and everything it's fine that you don't need to move that you will that will be hard to find something like that if there is something close to how good I feel here and I'm not saying that there I'm not going to feel good but uh, here I feel very very good so um, it's tough to change something that is good and I guess the nice thing for you is you have the confidence to know that if you do one day go to Supercross, you can jump straight in and be good at it. Because like, we've seen the video that uh, we posted a couple of weeks ago, and that was when you were 14 and you already had it pretty dialed. So like, whenever you want to go, it's kind of ready for you. Um, yeah, I think also with the, with the support of, uh, of the team, the Red Bull Canadian Factor Racing team, they, they have been always supporting me. And I think if uh, one day I, 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 I want to make the, the move to America, they will be there to support me. I have no doubt because they've been always there. So 
yeah, if if I have if I ever want to go there, will be I think no problem. Last thing then, because it's been very long. <laughs> um, what's the plan from now? We've talked about what you've done since Nations, but are things about to get really intense, or is it still quite slow until December, January? Yeah, yeah, you know, get my get a good physical training, um, starting with the bike, slowly getting better and better, and put a lot of hours on it, and take it easy, arrive. I need to do some off-season races, and, and then we'll see. I mean, soon we are again in the first round in Matali, so um, we'll see. Hopefully not Matty. <laughs> oh, and one more thing. Speaking of the calendar, you got a Spanish GP back, I think. It looks like it anyway. It's TBA, which is scary because you never know. Yeah. But that'll be cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know the, they are working very hard to get it uh, in Spain. I think we deserve one GP in Spain. <laughs> and... Um, and we'll see. We'll see if they if they make it or not. Hopefully, yes. And there are a lot of possibilities that uh, we have a GP in next year.